Hey everyone, welcome to another Star Wars Doctrine podcast. I'm your host, Logan Schultz. And I'm Cody Dastrup. We're both very excited to be here today. We're starting a new podcast series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called One Thing I Would Change. Um, so we'll get into explaining that. Uh, it's basically looking at, hey, if you could be and sit there, sit down with the writing team of every Star Wars movie and be able to change just one thing, you know, not the entire story, just one thing about each Star Wars film, what would it be? Um, and this is not taking away from Star Wars, obviously. We're both huge Star Wars fans. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're not saying, hey, Star Wars sucks. That'd be ironic doing a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what we are saying is, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, we've had Star Wars for 40 plus years at this point. And, you know, there are some things that I think could have been improved and could have, with the new episodes, could increase continuity and things like that. So it's Absolutely. just just looking at it, having a little bit of fun. Yeah, it's been fun just kind of trying to think about what you would change. And sometimes it's harder to come up with things than others, but it's just fun. Yeah, it's a fun conversation. And we used to, we talk about it all the time together and we're like, hey, that would be a great series and love to hear what everyone else thinks personally. Absolutely. All right, so what would you change about Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace? All right, so this one, um, I think there's... It's not hard to find a complaint about The Phantom Menace, unfortunately. Yeah, it was um, the first one after the trilogy. Yeah, it, it was highly critiqued. I mean, that's, that's Star Wars in general, though. You know, whether it's by critics or the fan base, you're always going to have stuff. But um, I, I think, like, the obvious choice, everyone's like, oh, you got to get rid of Jar Jar and stuff like that. But right. for me... Uh, that's not for me that's not what i would change i i understand you know the complaints about jar jar and stuff almost at this point though i just kind of laugh at him like yeah he's just part of the star wars universe that we got to accept and and whatever but um as far as the story itself something that i feel might benefit the actual story um is changing anakin's age anakin's age all right yeah i think that um you know, and, and like we've talked about before, nothing against Jake Lloyd or anything like that. He did an incredible job. And, mm-hmm. um, I really do like him as Anakin. But I think if his age was a little bit older, let's say 12, 13, 14, closer to Padme's age, that it would be, it would just make a little more sense. Okay. Yeah. Number one reason I think is just for the Padme and Anakin love that they're setting up. True. It, it, I get that. It seems kind of awkward a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, Anakin and Padme, like, in the episode one, it's more of this, like, she's bringing him a blanket. It's like a mother-son oh, yeah. relationship. Totally, like, it is. I don't, and, and I know there's other people who said things like this, but I think that um, that it would help the, the relationship. You could see it there. Most, most of the time when you're foreshadowing a cute relationship, you know, you can tell on screen. And mm-hmm. I don't think if you had any prior knowledge just by watching episode one, you'd be like, yeah, they're going to fall in love someday. You know what I'm saying? Like you'd be like, oh, that's going to be like someone who helps raise him or something just because yeah. of the age difference. Because no, yeah. when you're younger, nine to 14 can be a big difference. When you're older, obviously five years isn't much. But um, I just think it would, it would help that side of it a little bit. And the other thing is just making everything he did a little more believable. The fact that that would have given him more years to grow as a mechanic and Mm -hmm. all the stuff that he's working on, building C-3PO, building a pod racer, um, which, yeah, it's incredible that a nine-year-old did it, but it's still incredible that a 12 or 13 or 14-year-old could have done it as well. And I think at the end as well, when he basically saves the day by blowing up the droid control ship mm-hmm. they because he was young they had to make it more of like an accidental thing like oh he just happens to be inside of there and accidentally fires his guns and that's what blows up the ship i think if he was a little bit older 
uh, let's say 14, he would have had the mindset to realize kind of what's going on. And you didn't have to make it seem like it was an accident and you could have, you know, had his dialogue be a little less childish. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. Less yippies. <laughs> less yippies. Don't get me wrong. I love try spinning. That's a good trick. But, uh, and now this is pod racing might be my most quoted <laughs> quote on a daily basis. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can, I can vouch that you say that quote <laughs> quite a bit, especially, you know, playing battlefront and stuff. But, uh, it's, I just think that it would, you know, be a little bit better for, for the story and for the things that Anakin does as far as, you know, him being too old to be trained by the Jedi, whether he's nine or 14, I think either way you can say it doesn't make too much a difference on the plot line of the story. Yeah. I think it also makes it a little more believable. I mean, we do know that Jedi take children at a really young age, which is creepy, but, um, (laughs) Just in general, you know, having him be 14 would really connect with Luke's character a little more, right? Luke is, what, uh, 20... Or 19 or 20, probably? He's 19 in episode 4, and then should be 22 pretty much when he meets Yoda in that three-year gap. So 22 and 14, it kind of would, I think, mimic a little bit where they're both in that still very fundamentally changing part of their lives, but um, are still too old to be trained versus, like, a 9-year-old kid being too old and a 20-year-old being too old yeah it's yeah. kind of weird yeah having him closer to luke age, luke's age excuse me does does make more sense to me um not 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 to say that i think that you know them starting out as kids isn't a good advantage like that mm-hmm. makes sense For but sure. um but yeah i just think that i think that would help set everything up a little bit more smooth no oh, yeah i totally totally agree and i really like that and i think it just would have made the whole story seem a little more mellow just in general, so I, I do like that addition. Let's hear yours. Um, mine kind of came in a similar train of thought, actually, uh-huh. to the to the end scene where we have Anakin blowing up the Trade Federation. Doesn't make sense to me, like, at all. <laughs> but kind of just that whole general ending scene for me was kind of weird. You know, we bring a nine-year-old kid into the middle of a battleground. We're like, hey, sit in this parked vehicle. Everything's going to be fine <laughs> while other people get shot. It's chill. That part's kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> I guess I ne- I personally, until you brought that up, never thought of uh, how odd it is that they really bring him back to Naboo anyways. I mean, he is he's definitely an outcast, right? You know, they can't leave him at the Jedi Temple being like, yeah. you're, not a, you're too old to be trained, but... Um, they just... don't have babysitters at the Jedi Temple? Or <laughs> there's a little gotta daycare? Be, there's got to be intergalactic daycare, right? Qui-Gon's like, I guess this is my problem. I guess he's coming with us to the war. Yeah, so, I mean... Just in general, the ending kind of battle, we get to see Darth Maul face off with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, which is amazing. Mm, Duel of the Fates, beautiful. Oh, man. But just in general, I think one of the problems we have is we wind up with three, four really different battles going on because we have to kind of follow the storyline. And though I think that Gungans facing off the battle droid is like a neat idea of the primitive people helping out, I'm okay with that. And then you kind of have to have the battle in space. Right. But you don't have to follow it as much if Anakin's not in it. That's true. And then, honestly, the problem is the Jedi came to Naboo to assist with the political problems, right? Yeah. And ambassadors, the, kind and, of thing. Yeah, they're ambassadors, and they go off with um, Darth Maul over there. <laughs> they're kind of out. And of then the they're whole like, sequence. "Hey, you guys go handle everything by yourselves over here." <laughs> so I think it would be interesting if those two main battles, you know, the battle with the Naboo and Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul, kind of get to converge a little more. Yeah. You know, I mean, they start out in the hangar room and maybe it could have been more starting up a little closer to the actual throne room. Uh, we get to see Darth Maul like really barring the way into the throne room and then the Jedi take him on and the Naboo people are able to go into the throne room and the battle kind of takes place simultaneously. 
Okay. I think that would be an interesting dynamic. You know, we get to stay closer to the action around everyone, uh, seeing them kind of interact on the battle. And then also, I think it would help a lot with Qui-Gon Jinn's death. Right? How so? Because it's kind of frustrating to see Qui-Gon, or Qui-Gon have to face off with Darth Maul one-on-one because Obi-Wan's too slow. <laughs> because he got kicked off the edge three times or whatever. <laughs> Honestly. Um, just because it's hard to film a fight with that many people and to have it believable that Qui-Gon dies. You would want it to be a one-on-one situation. A one-on-one I get situation. that. So I feel like if we shot it with the Naboo where they're fighting... You know, there could be a troubling situation because obviously we do see the Naboo kind of get overwhelmed at right. one point where Obi-Wan chooses to go and help out as he should as an ambassador and he saves the Naboo, Naboo people. But in doing so and making that choice, Qui-Gon Jinn is forced to be one-on-one with Darth Maul and already exhausted from the battle. Maul wins. And then Obi-Wan, you know, has to live with that decision that he went off by himself okay. to do it. So basically instead of Obi-Wan being not being involved in the Darth Maul Qui-Gon end part instead of it being because the shield blocks him mm-hmm. it's because he removes himself from the fight because he realizes if he doesn't go help uh against the trade federation that some other people are going to die or that side of the conflict's not going to get resolved right, he makes is, that decision mm-hmm. thinking okay Qui-Gon can handle this guy let me go save the day over here real quick yeah okay and I think that would just be an interesting dynamic, you know, to Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul's relationship, Obi-Wan having to live with himself in general. I mean, he turns into kind of an alcoholic anyways. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's because he lost his master because of his own choice. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... That would add depth. I do think so. And it would be kind of interesting. And, I mean, then maybe Darth Maul doesn't get chopped in half and fall down a shaft and survive by being pissed off. But <laughs> For the cloners, yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, that's that's what I would change, honestly. I mean, and you've heard what we would change. What would you guys change? Let yeah, us know. Definitely drop it in the comments and let us know what you guys think or if you think our ideas are totally stupid. That's fine, too. Yeah, it would hurt our feelings, but whatever. <laughs> I'd shed a couple tears, but, you know. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning into Star Wars Doctrine. Um, if you haven't already, please give this video a like and don't forget to subscribe. And as always, may the Force be with you. Till next time.